Ready? Three. Wait, I'll do a note. Okay. Ready? Three. Ready? Three. What's going on with dancing stuff? What's happening with dancing things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dancing stuff? Yeah! Hi, everybody. Welcome to the 225th episode of Dancing Stuff. I have a I have a guest, um, an unexpected guest, actually. I felt resigned today to the thought that I would, in fact, be recording this yet again late on a Thursday night in preparation for a Friday morning release. And um, I had the loveliest meal with none other than Pam Tanowitz and Russell Jansen. And at the mere mention of podcast, who should say, I'll be your guest? (laughs) Who's here? It's Russell. Hi, Russell. So today we have special guests. I think it must be your third or fourth time. I think only third. Yeah, yeah, third. Third. But you've had two complete episodes, right? Well, I had one episode, and then one time we were in the studio, and I was, like, a guest, and I talked about muffins or something. And then you left, right? And then I left, yeah. I think that was also the one where you talked about um, bashing your face in the quarry, and I'm haunted by that, that, that... It's not my memory, but it's your memory. I'm haunted by that memory, which isn't mine. (laughs) I also have, um, I think I, I have like a misinterpretation of quarry. Like when someone says we're going swimming in the quarry, right? Yeah. I imagine, um, here's what I imagine. Okay. Just completely smooth, flat sided stone walls that have been sheared. It's not that wrong. Really? I mean, it's like there you can, there's like, it's not just like a, it's not a swimming pool. How high up do the stone walls go? Depends on the quarry and the place in it. How many have you been to? Well, they're like the, where I go to quarries. You say quarry. Quarry instead of what? Quarry. Where I go to quarries. I don't, but what is it? I don't know. Well, you've been in I say, well, Yeah. Um, I, there, it's an, it's a granite island. So there are, they quarried for granite in multiple locations on the island. So there are multiple quarries that I've swum in. The the whole island is granite. It's a granite island. Yeah. So can, you can't like grow. Oh no. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like any, there's like rock underneath things. I'm not a scientist. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I don't really, but like, you know, like it's rocky beaches instead of sand beaches. Like there's granite on the beach. And then there's like grant po- I I don't know if it's pockets. Like people grow things too. There's like sod your, and grass over. Do your the- grandparents have a garden? Yeah. Okay. And uh, there's things growing. Who grows? Who does that? There's like a groundskeeper. No, there's. I mean, there's someone who. Like it. Uh, so on Vinyl Haven, there are a lot of people who have properties who don't live there full time. Right. So there's. Um, some of the people who live on Vinyl Haven, um, God, I'm thinking, I can't remember the right word, but they serve as like property managers. They like maintain properties or look Uh after them in the time when people aren't there. So there is someone who like cares for the, who cares for the land there and does a huge amount of work for for my grandma. Yeah. Okay. For my family's property. And then the, the garden, I think, um, 
I think they they do hire someone to like play like play make out the garden, happen. make it happen. Have you ever have you ever done gardening? Yeah, I mean, like when we were little, we like we helped Gramps garden, but I don't know how much we actually helped. We like dug up potato. We'd like go and pick things. That that was helping yeah, when we did, were like little. that thing where children actually. I mean, it's. I guess it's about like cultivating relationships as opposed to cultivating potatoes. Sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we did. We would like go with him to water things at different points. Oh, my mom. I have lots of memories of my mom watering things, and I always used to think like, how much water do uh, does a bush need? A lot. So much. Does she have a garden? Um, she's been for the in her. She had a garden when I was kind of in my like teens early 20s like when she was first out in the Hamptons Uh and she was feeling motivated to you know be domestic in that way and now she does a thing where the um the around of the house is just like a it almost looks like a French French kind of public garden where it's like there's pebbles and benches and like a bird bath and a couple plants you know like a bush or two mm-hmm. but nothing that requires like weeding per se although i think i feel like my mom is still weeding <laughs> i think like doesn't and owning any land require weeding if you don't want weeds look i would i don't know i i always imagine that if i if i had a situation where there would be gardening as an option I would just do kind of like land cover. Yeah. my right? some Near my parents in Philadelphia, like, a, you know, it's like a suburb. So lots of the lawns are, oh, you've been there. I have. Yeah. Like lots of the lawns are grass and nice, you know, just like smooth yeah, grass yeah, yeah. or they'll ha- there'll be like Pachysandra or something like that. What's you know, like, Pachysandra? It's like an ivy kind of thing. It's like uniform leaves. Does this, we've just, I, I'm going to paint a little picture for the viewers. Uh, well, yeah, what are for the viewers, <laughs> <laughs> um, where uh, we took a walk from Franklin Street in Greenpoint, where we had dinner with Pam, and then it was a very quiet walk. I almost sort of wanted to point that out a block ago because I don't think that people would have known we're outside. Because generally, my walking talkings are so so noisy, so noisy. Um, but now we're sitting by the river. Is this the Hudson River? No, it's the East River. This is the East River. <laughs> I grew up here. Um, the Empire State Building is doing the really wonderful things, all in white light, but just constantly in motion. They're all just coming on and off. That's that's not the Empire State Building. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Hudson River, and that is not the Empire State Building. <laughs> the Chrysler Building, right? Isn't that the Chrysler Building? That is the Chrysler that's Building. That's also white, but the lights are not moving. No. And what is that weird building near the Chrysler building that's so very tall? Do you know? I have no is clue. it new? It looks like it, it, it's constructed, Wait, doesn't it? Is the top a hologram? It does look like a hologram, but there's a flashing red light, which I feel like wouldn't be. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, they've really lit it. So there's it a, re- like there's a, a building which is significantly taller than the Empire State Building. I'm going to go ahead and say it's near the Chrysler building so it's probably on like what like 40 50th street ish it's above Times Square um and it the top part of it looks like a hologram (laughs) it does yeah wow there's a lot to see in New York and even if you live here you'll never see it all anyways what were we talking about 
before I said this. Oh, right. So there's like my parents. Pakistandra. Yeah, there's like Pakistandra or like uniform lawns. But then around the corner from my parents at the home of a woman who my mom actually grew up with in Philadelphia. Like they went to school together mm-hmm. and they're still friends. Did she, I meet them? Liza. You might. Yeah, you probably did meet Liza, actually. Liza. Liza with a Z. Liza with a Z, <laughs> not S. And did Liza, does Liza, who, okay, wait, what was the name of wait, that? Can, should okay, I finish? Ahead. Yeah, I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, right, and then no, basically so it's sorry. just that, like, she has, like, a, a natural lawn. It so just does its own thing. Well, I think they, like, I think it's, like, all, like, local wildflowers and weeds or whatever, but they don't, they don't trim it. Or they, maybe they trim it, but they don't mow it, so it's just, like, you know, there's beautiful wildflowers in the spring, and then kind of, like, in the fall and the winter, it's just, like tall reedy so weedy smart. grass that's what i would want yeah i think i'd want that yeah Aunt my aunt, aunt jane who's in town she lives um in venice and there's someone on her block who has like the most beautiful kind of tall grasses in their front lawn that look like blonde hair you know yeah i don't know what that is but it's yeah, really beautiful. really beautiful and i just touch it when you walk by do you think that's bad for plants i have no you clue know? What are we to do? I don't... I, I would like one day to have um, dirt to play in. Yeah. That would be good. Plant a thing. But I'm much more... I'm much happier, like, in the kitchen than in the dirt. Yeah. I... Yeah. I like being in the dirt, I think. But it's sometimes it hurts my back. Oh, yeah. You like, have a far, I'm far, 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 far way I'm to far go. Away. Yeah. Um, but you would get one of those, like, gardening stools, I'd imagine. They're, what's a gardening stool? I might have dreamed it. Just as I had dreamed this week that Peter Sarsgaard told me I was handsome. Oh, that's a nice dream. Well, One, I, Ellie, Ellie and Kristen told Ellie's parents that I dated Jonathan Groff, and they, like, really believed it. It seems very believable to me. Definitely not. Why? I don't know. How would, why would I meet Jonathan Groff? New York, you're, like, a famous dancer, and he's, like, a dweeb. <laughs> Both not true. <laughs> Absolutely everything I said is true. Um, I mean, I feel like there's definitely a place in your careers where there's a Venn diagram of, like, where, how you might have met. Yeah, I guess so. He could have come to a show. Sure. And then you said, hey. He said, good job in the show. And then you say, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. I really loved you in um, the gay sex show on HBO. <laughs> and he would have been like, thank you. You know, we're going to do a final episode as a movie. And you'd be like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. I'll... I'll make sure to put that in my calendar to jerk <laughs> off to it that night. <laughs> I actually, I feel, I haven't watched that movie and what, one of my friends is in it. I should really watch it. What friend? Michael Rosen. Do I know them? Oh, he's, he's AB, he's at New York City Ballet SAB. He was he at SAB. SAB. He's on Sex Ballet Show. He was on that and he's on a new Netflix show that comes out tomorrow. What's it called? I can't remember, but <laughs> it looks, it's like a sitcom about it from what I gathered from the trailer, it's like a group of young, like you know, twenty somethings, all living together. Or Why something? can't I, can't I remember, remember him in the looking thing? He, he dates Jonathan. He like has a date with Jonathan Groff. Oh, I think he gets his ass eaten. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that sounds very typical. <laughs> of for, looking. No, just for a date. For a date, yeah. <laughs> That's a typical date. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what we've covered. Pakistan. Pakistan. <laughs> Pakistan. Still don't know what it is. Um, 
It's like, it's kind of like ivy. Yeah. But but on the ground. My friend Lindsay Clark got terrible poison ivy gardening. She has a new home. Good for her. Not the poison ivy, but the new home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the garden. Well, yeah, pulling up weeds. And I, so poison ivy, everybody, if you're wondering, I'm not exactly (laughs) sure how it looks. I think it has three leaf formations. Isn't it like. A little red. Three leaf, shiny. Watch your hiney, something like that. Say it again. Three leaves and shiny. Watch your hiney. Exactly. Is that right? Maybe I have not no three. idea. I think it's four. No, I don't know. I don't clearly, know. clearly, we'll we'll get poison ivy someday. Do you want to? Um, oh, hey. Oh, here's the thing. I do on the podcast now. I tell people their life story, and then oh, you, you tell me the mistakes I've oh, made. Okay. Okay. Where are you starting from? The beginning. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I correct you? No, not as okay. we go at the end. So you have to keep track. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Russell Jansen. Hi, my name is Russell Jansen. I was born in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say born in even Philadelphia. My uh, my parents, Sarah and Scott, are um, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's their job. <laughs> and lovely. And my mom does rug hooking really in a professional way and astonishing. Um, they encouraged my little sister, Isabel and I to pursue whatever we really wanted to do. Although we're both incredibly anxious about things for no apparent reason (laughs) as children of privilege in a very safe world. Um, I went to the rock school as a child, as a fat child, to <laughs> to explore what ballet means to me. And I guess it was meaningful because I just kept going until I stretched out into this giant person. And um, and throughout those years, I, I, I went to a kind of esoteric school in my neighborhood um, that was really great for me and maybe didn't set me up for realistic expectations in the world. Um, and then I, w- I moved to New York when I was 16 years old and began my schooling at School of American Ballet. And I also went to professional children's school where I made great friends who went on to be big stars on Broadway and television. And then um, I started getting, I got into the company, which was really great. I love when that happens. And then I got injured constantly for a while and I, I felt maybe it's not going to happen for me and I was like ouch my back and then Emily helped me get better and then um, you're cheating because you listen to conversation conversations on dance but I already knew all this yeah, stuff yeah. too and then I um, I came back to dancing and I started doing some roles and then I did good at partnering and I, people were like I can't believe that that giant tall person can actually do double soda boss double tour it doesn't make any sense and then, um, and then you did all the parts, and they made you principal dancer. And then I'm 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 still wrestle. And then I sorry I'm losing track of my myself. And then I um I also what you didn't know is that all along I've been really interested in um, writing, and I have been going to at this point the new school. Uh, to do their writing, creative writing program. I'm now graduated, actually. As it turns out, I just graduated this spring. And um, I'm still a principal dancer. I, I write articles for things. COVID's been weird. I was very paranoid about about uh, infecting others, even more than infecting myself, um, which meant that I was sad during COVID, and it was complex. And um, 
and my sister's about to have a baby and my parents are lovely and uh, all's well. I'm, I'm dancing Chacon on um, Saturday. Okay. That's it. That's my life story. That was it. Okay. Well, I was born in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Nobody knew that. Wow. Sure. I, yeah, my, I lived in Connecticut for the first two years of my life. Okay. And then we moved to Philadelphia. What were your parents doing in Connecticut? Um, my dad has worked in real estate. I think he was work, already working in real estate then. He was a commercial real estate advisor. Your mom and dad will be fine that I call them nerds, right? Yeah, they don't care. They're yeah. not going to listen, but also they I think care. your mom will listen if you tell her. That's probably true. That's yeah. probably true. Um, my, I Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I'm I think, a nerd. I think they'd call You're themselves nerd. nerds. Yeah, we're yeah. all nerds. Um, my, but my dad... Um, the, is a commercial real estate advisor and he like owns some properties in Philadelphia does stuff with real estate okay and um, my mom um, does rug hook in a way that looks very professional but she does not do it in any way to like make money or anything no no yeah yeah I mean I didn't I didn't oh yeah professional quality rug qual- yeah, yeah 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 really beautiful saying, yeah 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 very beautiful She, you can see them all on her Instagram which I don't remember the handle I don't either but S. Gordon something. I follow. Yeah. I follow. Um, what? what was the esoteric school? Oh, yeah. I went to this elementary school called Mequon, the Mequon School, um, which is not in my na- the neighborhood that I grew up in, but not far. Okay. And With my... the professional organizer? Nope. She didn't that go was, to that school? No, we went to the same preschool. But she's from the same town, yeah. area. Yeah, from the same area. This Suburb is... of Philadelphia. Yeah. Someone that read met at a party at my parents' house is someone that I've known since I was a little kid. Oh, wait. I just want to say that the hologram has turned white. Yeah, it's not a hologram. It is. Okay, go on. And, yeah, so Mequon, it's like a school in the woods. I think it's like kind of like similar to Montessori schools, mm-hmm. maybe? Waldorf? I don't know. Okay. But they that. They grades. No, definitely did not have grades. It's like sit in a circle. Discussion. Yeah, I mean, like we learned algebra and stuff too. It's not like we didn't do. Are they also like do what you'd like? Well, there were moment like there were times to do what we liked. Like we had, we did have a lot of like free time during the day. Like we were there from like, I think we were there from like eight to three or something, mm-hmm. and then we'd have long periods of free time. Mm-hmm. I think it was called choice time at Meek One. So you got to you know choose what you wanted to do. Uh, this sounds like. Um... A line of groceries. Choice time at Mequon. <laughs> <laughs> and and then once a week... I can't remember if everyone in the elementary school got to do it, but there was something called mini courses for like an hour, or an hour and a half once a week. You got to elect to do like a class and something. I mean, they were all different things. There was like bread baking. There was like... Um, and you'd actually bake bread. Yeah, and you'd bake bread. You opted bake bread. to do that. I did one time, yeah. That was yeah. a popular one. So you like you had to be older. So you had to be older to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mequon. My parent, my mom went to Mequon. My aunt and uncle went to Mequon. Wow. My sister and I went there. Um, it. Um, yeah, it's really an amazing school, and really like encouraged everyone there to you know be interested in what they they were interested in not in like a not in like a way where we got to choose how we learned or anything right. but there there were it was a yeah it's a wonderful I school. told you that's what the I was like my mantra through grad school right what 
Let me try to remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pay attention to what you're paying attention to or like be interested in what you're interested in. Yeah. I think there was, I think there was that, but I think also like I probably felt that way because I also did the school, like the school stuff interested me too. So, but yeah, I was there until sixth grade and then I went to a Quaker school for a couple of years before I came to New York. Are there things, are, are there big things in the story that are important to you that I left out? I mean, it was like pretty bare bones, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. why I want you to flesh it out. Add, add, oh. you know, spice it up. Um, I, don't, I don't know. You love musical theater. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you were brought up on like The King and I or something. Yeah, yeah. Like we, yeah, my sister and I watched a lot of musicals when, I, when we were kids. Yeah, like Singing in the Rain. Yeah, like we watched Singing in the Rain. We had The Music Man on VHS and we watched that a lot. You know, I've never seen Singing in the Rain. You can watch it on HBO Max. I Go. may or may not. It's, there's some great numbers, and Debbie Reynolds is in it when she's a teeny sweet. thing. Yeah. There's great dancing. Yeah? Yeah. Um, like all old movies, there are parts that have aged so poorly. Have to. They must. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, I came to New York when I was 16. That was right. I did go to the professional children's school. Mm-hmm. You've done a, you've done, you've accomplished quite a bit. You did a fellowship at CBA. You yeah. graduated from the new school. I graduated from the new school, which now that it's like more than, I was so like thrilled for like a month and now I'm like, did I go to school? I know, me too. <laughs> I've never felt stupider. My diploma came in the mail two days ago. Oh, that's nice. Congrats. Yeah, I, I put it away. Oh, yeah, mine's in a box. It was weird. I, this like, you know, the kind of envelope that one might expect a diploma to be in arrived, right? Yeah. And um, I pulled off that little like thing and I opened it and I expected to find a a bifold kind of cardboard thing inside. It was just the diploma. Oh, I got a bifold cardboard. And I thought, this seems dangerous, right? That it was just in there. Well, how many people with dance MFAs have their diploma in an office? Probably a couple, actually. I I have no idea. Do they even? I think most of them are just in sort of stinky dance studios wearing their sweatpants. Right. No offense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, this is part one of uh, our discussion, and we're going to go on to a different device for part two. Okay? Bye. Bye. We're back. We're now on my iPad Pro. I saw an ad for this thing the other day on Instagram where you can put this like, shh, shh. is this the good side? Or is this? This is the good side. Um, you sure? Is this the good side? <laughs> or is this? See? Oh, right. Oh, is yeah, this the, or is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is wow. here, yeah. The louder. I yeah, see the it. louder. The, the lines, the bigger lines. Big lines. So... There was an ad for a thing, like a film, that you can stick over your iPad uh-huh. Pro screen that makes it matte. Yeah. And then it makes it so, like, when you're writing with your Apple Pencil, it's, like, paper oh, style. Nice. It's, like, whoosh, whoosh, um, which is great. I like sounds on technology. Like, I really want to have long nails so I can, like, clack on a keyboard go, like, clack, 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 clack. I mean, clack, it's clack, one clack. of the most heavenly things to yeah. watch people clack with nails. Like, even, I would even love, like, a nail that curves so that when I have to, like, hold my nail differently, like, so the pad touches the letters it would still clack because the nail is curved 
<laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand what that means. You know, like they cur like. I understand a curved nail. Yeah. But there's something about the what you just said was very difficult to. I I just made it up. It probably wouldn't work. All right. Um, isn't it remarkable when you see people with exceptionally long nails who accomplish so much? Yeah. Um, I was in the fitness room with Naomi Corti the other day. Uh-huh. And we were talking... Young dancer at the New York City Ballet. And they have long nails, and we were talking How about long? it. I mean, like, they got nail extensions. Wow. And I I was like, oh, I love your nails. And they said that, that Kay had often encouraged them when they were in the school to have long nails because... Naomi Makes has your hand smaller long. hands. Really? Yeah. I don't need long nails. <laughs> Naomi has has big feet, it feels like. But maybe they're just so bendy, they feel big. Yeah, gorgeous. Gorgeous feet. Gorgeous bendy And Naomi feet. is so tall. Yeah. To have a small hand. I mean, I you know, I think like, you know, bat, you have the opposite situation. Yeah, I have giant hands, long little fingers. feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little little like turnips turnips yeah i keep telling that story about when you watch diamonds like the gloves about the pink gloves yeah tell it again so well i like how <laughs> i'm telling you a story that you told me so one time when i was doing diamonds reed was sitting up in the fourth ring and he was sitting next to someone he knew uh-huh who had never seen the ballet before and was like oh what should i look for and I'm trying to remember who it was. No, I think it was that you sat next to someone you didn't know who'd never been to the ballet before, and right. they started talking to you, and when they found out that you knew about dance, they asked I you. I see, I see. And so th this Thank person... Thank God you're around to tell me <laughs> I mean, truly. So this... I don't remember anything. This person was like, what should I look for in the ballet, since you know? And Reed said to this person that he was sitting next to, oh, in the finale look at the dancers gloves they put on these really beautiful gloves i didn't say really beautiful oh. they've put on lace gloves what did you say i'm sure i just said they have fingerless lace gloves oh fingerless lace gloves okay so look for that yeah and then after the the performance was over this person turned to you and said so interesting that they put the principal man in red gloves <laughs> but it's just because my hands turn bright red when i'm like you know when I Isn't I have that bad incredible. circulation. Wow. That's like when in your Guggenheim show, Jordan Isidore thought that Maggie Cloud and I had dipped our hands in red paint. Does Maggie also have red hands? Well, I think in those costumes we did. Oh, the vinyl. We things. were trapped yeah. in those costumes. <laughs> yeah. Trapped. Like Burr just had like sweat pouring out of. Oh, I squished. That was that was the exceptional. So like we were wearing these vinyl unitards that don't allow for any output of moisture or air and at one point I had to like I don't know I had to push against Burr's chest and like water squooged <laughs> out of his neck hole it was horrible I that I left that apart Jordan said because Maggie and I touched the back wall at one point and Jordan was like I'm amazed said remembered he told me he thought I'm amazed the Guggenheim let them touch that white with ball with their <laughs> red painted hands. <laughs> it's true. Can you hold it? Yeah. Um, so for those of you who are newer to the podcast, uh, you should go back and watch. Listen. Listen. Oh, watch. Sorry. Yeah, you should watch our Guggenheim show. Oh, yeah, do watch I that. think I also recommended people watch it last week. Oh, some of my classmates at the new school, because I wrote about it, us dancing the other day, they watched it and they loved it. Oh, nice. Yeah. I still have never read that, have I? 
No. Am I forbidden from? No, no, I just haven't figured out how to use it yet. Oh, okay. Um, we were in a show together, which was basically of my own design so that I could dance with Russell. <laughs> well, with all of us. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah. It was so fun. We had nice dances together. It was so nice. I, a lovely time. I, so someone recent, someone the other day told me that they were looking up the berries and cream um, guy and then and they were like you came you were the third image it's <laughs> like looking up who is the berries and cream person uh-huh. and then, when jack me you yeah it was a picture it was a picture of me <gasps> and burr holding up jack oh yeah okay incredible <laughs> it's like oh i'm famous you well that's Thanks big to jack. huge it's an, i do kind I, of i some, think about it a little some, bit now like oh god like if that many people are figuring out who jack is then like Obviously, like, it's not even a stone's throw away to myself, which right. I'm like, please don't do that. Some young guy, gay in the company was singing Berries and Cream backstage the other night. <laughs> I told you Josh Groban. Oh, yeah. I told you Josh Groban. It's, it's truly insane. It's huge. It's huge. Truly it's huge. Insane. Congratulations, Jack. Um, people, people, I've had the great pleasure of running into people recently and being like, oh my gosh, can you believe about Jack? And they don't know. Yeah, you t- that happened with me. Yeah, and then I get to like say, it's crazy, instant fame. Yeah, it's insane. I saw the other day, we're about to get into the secret topic, don't worry everybody. I saw the other day, actually today, it was an advertisement, it must have been last night because I haven't watched TV today. It was an advertisement for this like little oven you put on your stovetop that's called like a sous vide not sous vide but uh. a sous sous vide and you can put it has like two little levels right it's narrower than a microwave but maybe slightly taller and you it has two little levels that each have like a little tiny sheet pan in which you can place chilled foods like your like a salmon that's ready to go in the oven or some asparagus right. or something and they can and it keeps them cold all day and then when you're ready to, you can tell the oven to turn on via your phone or whatever. And then it's ready when you get home. I mean, it looks totally stupid, but, but also, also like, nice. kind of, well, would you, I mean, it seems no, like a it. strange effort. Yeah. Like why, why not just leave it in the fridge and then put it, put it in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I guess, I guess if it's it wouldn't be ready when you get phone. home. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was weird. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> look it up, everybody. Um, you too can have a useless oven for $500. So, today, do you want to have any guesses as to what our secret topic will be? Was it one of the ones that Pam came up with? No. no. It's going to no. be very on the nose. What did Pam come up with? She said, oh, um, procedural TV shows. Absolutely not. Buttons. Don't care about it. Don't care about it. No. Um, very, are, are you watching Ted Lasso? No. Everyone keeps telling me to watch it. It's not it. great. Actually, no. like, I, I turned it on a couple episodes and I was like, maybe this is special. And then I got like, no, this isn't special. I can just, I, I don't like many TV shows. Like, it takes me, it takes a specific thing to get me. I mean, that being said, I have watched, like, all of yeah, I mean, Miss Fisher's. Miss, I watched. What's that called? It's, well, it's just a great. I, I'm a, tw- I'm, I have a Bob. It's the 20s and I'm a detective. Yeah. It's so good. It's not. <laughs> it's, it looks like it costs fifteen dollars. Yeah, show. it's so terrible. Good. Um, wait, what were we talking about? Bones, oh, the, procedurals, the se- Ted the Lasso. Secret, the secret topic. Yeah, how do how do you feel about Jason Sudeikis? Is that the secret topic? He's Ted Lasso. Is that? It's not at all the secret okay. topic. I like Jason Sudeikis. Do you think he's cute? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 
Okay. I think he's, I I think like. Yeah, I think he's cute. He's like he seems like the kind of like straight guy that would like flirt with you. Absolutely, <laughs> absolute. That's uh, that was so sad to say out loud. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so we're talking about this week. You've done. You're done with your guesses. You don't have another one. Oh no, family. No, that's like too. No. <laughs> oh right, you were gonna do clouds with Maggie, but then you didn't. I didn't. No, we talked about. Do you remember? What we, oh, air travel. Air travel. <laughs> I have no idea. What. This week we're talking about dining out. Dining out. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. I, which I feel like you're an have, excellent candidate. I, have, I Ooh, there's a wrap. <laughs> so fast. Oh, have you been watching that show Last Man? No. There's an incredible scene with rats. I don't care to know about it. Anyways, um, we're talking about dining out. So, Russell, what is your... Do you, have, do you have memories of dining out as a child with your parents? And do you have, like, a restaurant or formative memory of, like, what dining out was with oh. you and your little sister? I guess, like, I I don't think we dined out a huge amount. But I feel like a lot of dining out happened with, like, my grandparents. Like, I think of dining out with my grandparents. Like, every time. My grandparents used to live in Brooklyn Heights. And every time we came, we would go to this restaurant called The Queen. The Italian restaurant. Yeah, The Queen. Did you and I go to there? We just walked past it and you said that's where we used to have dinner. Probably. And it's like every time we went to Brooklyn to visit my grandparents, we would go to The Queen and... And that's why you're gay. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I'm gay. And then in like... But when we were at home in Philadelphia, I know we did go out to eat sometimes, but... The only place I remember going out to is there is a melting pot oh, near me. And yeah. I remember, like, that was, you know, like, birthdays. <laughs> not not our deal. birthdays, but, like, I remember going to birthday parties and we'd do fun do Right, like stuff. a gimmick restaurant. That was, like, where we'd go out to eat with friends. That's a thrill for a child. Oh, right? my God. Fondue. I love sticking things in cheese. Oh, and have you ever been to, like, a rainforest cafe? I don't think so. I went, I've been to one. Have you ever been to, um, what, are, what, what else is a theme restaurant? I remember going to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, amazing. I've never been to one. Uh, what is it like? Or did they have animatronics? I don't know. I think it was games, wasn't it? And tokens? Or like, yeah. or um, like little... Like to- Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's kind of thing. Yeah, but for okay. kids. And the pizza's good? I Question don't mark? remember. It was like a, part, a birthday party place for kids. Right. I, or that's how I Ball experienced pit. it. Ball pit. Maybe? Ball pit. Probably. My dream as a child was ball pit. Yeah, like Ikea, the ball pit, Ikea. What's Ikea, the ball pit? The Ikea that I grew up near had a ball pit. No, <laughs> with blue and yellow balls. I don't remember. I think it was all, I think it was just like regular colors. You know, all the colors. Really? All right. Maybe not. Now. That was like before everything was super branded. You know. At Ikea. Yeah. Right. Well, just generally. Oh, you're right. Branding was not the as, same as it is now. It wasn't now. the same. It wasn't as right. oppressive. Right. Um... God, so much waste on branding. The way that they will just put shit on shit and give it to people. Yeah. Plates, forks, stickers. Yeah. It's horrible. Anyways, everybody, cut back on waste. Use a thermos. There's another thing I was going to say. When someone's offering, when you're getting like a slice of pie at a bakery, just say, put it in my hand, you know, or put it on a piece of wax paper. Yeah. You don't need a whole box for it. I know you're just going to shove it in your mouth. I did today. Um, okay, now, do you recall the first times you dined out without adults when it was just you and other people your age paying? Uh, 
Not really. I mean, I remember some, I remember like earlier instances, but I don't think they were the first. Do you remember formative ones? Well, I remember after I had moved to SAB, some of my, some of my classmates from my high school, from the Quaker school, Germantown Friends School in Philadelphia, were in the city for some reason, maybe some class trip or something. And we all went to El Centro, that uh-huh. Mexican restaurant on 9th and ordered food and I, I th- it was like I think more I it was notable because it was like people who I had been younger with and I was with them in the city and we were right. all ordering out and I think one of them like ordered a sangria or something when, at this point and when we were, you're we were like, like 16 16 are you paying with cash uh probably I probably I think I used my card like I, I used my debit card to take out cash so is that how you had access to money when you were at SAB I don't really remember if I had like an envelope of money or if I had <laughs> if I had a card. I don't remember. I remember being like in the city on a holiday when I was in high school and meeting up with friends from Interlochen and we went to like a restaurant at South Street Seaport. I remember like my mom had given me cash. I just remember being like we're paying a bill. Like right. I could like couldn't believe it. Like I was putting money it was so crazy to me. I, yeah, I don't really... that. I think, like, bigger for me with eating out was, like, when I started eating out by myself. Oh. And what, is, what, is, what did that feel like? What did that mean? I think I just felt like a real adult. Like, I'd sit at the bar. Like Oh, my God. At my, at my first apartment that I had by myself, it was in Carroll Gardens, and mm-hmm. it was near so many good restaurants. And there's one in particular, Frankie's Splintino. Have you been to any of their restaurants? I don't know. Frankie's restaurants. There's one in Carroll Gardens. There's one on the Lower East Side, one in the West Village. Are they called Frankie? Frankie's, yeah. No, I don't think so. It's, it's really great, like, Italian food. Mm-hmm. And I would, so, and I love, like, I was obsessed with it. Mm. Like, they had cavatelli with brown butter, sage, and sausage or something that I just could Delicious. eat for days. Sure. Do you make it now? Do you have a version? I have made it. Yeah. It's been a while. But I do brown butter and like sage on pasta. Fair enough. I guess I do do that. Hugely just not impactful the for you. Yeah. What shape is cavatelli? It's like rolled. I know the ones. Yeah. Right. It's like. Or am I thinking rolled of ears, Kind of. Ro- oh, oh. But they have like ricotta in them. There, there's like oh. they're slightly. They're like a tortellini. No, no, no. Like in the dough. Oh. So it's like a. It's like almost a gnocchi, but less dumplingy, more pasta. Like yeah. rolled. I have food and restaurant aphasia. Do you know that? I mean, I generally have yeah. memory, but I can't remember restaurants. Um, anyway, so we, I, like, when I lived in Carroll Gardens, I think I was tw- 19 or 20 when mm-hmm. I moved there, and I would go out to eat by myself at Frankie's, and they would, like, if I sat, at, and I'd sit at the bar, and they, and I just felt, like, so adult, and, like, I lived in New York, and they would, like, serve me drinks, even though I wasn't old Would you talk to people, enough. or just kind of look... I talked to the bartenders. Was this at a time when you were looking at a phone? Did a phone exist? No, I think I'd bring... Well, yeah, definitely phones. Although, I wonder if I had an iPhone at that point. Probably. I might have just had the flip so phone. quite a while ago. So I'd probably bring books. Wow, in the dark. I mean, read I'd, in the And dark. I'd just read... I'd, like, put a candle by wow, my book. Wow, my eyes hurt thinking about it. It's and I, I... Actually, I had forgotten about this, but when, when I lived in that apartment... I that's when I had the really bad back injury. Yeah. And one of and my friend Sophie, all every time I talked to her, I just talked to her about food, Uh probably mostly about Frankie's. Uh huh. And she was like, "Why don't you?" And she knew that I liked writing, so she was like, "Why don't you keep a food blog?" Because she was like, 
oh, helping yes. me find think of ways to be happy. This is another part of your life story I omitted. Yeah, you know, helping. She was great, like thinking of a way to keep me occupied yeah. and happy. So I started a food blog, and then after I had my food blog, one of Sean Swazi's friends was an editor at the local Patch, which is like an AOL news site that's neighborhood based. And she asked me to write about food for the AOL patch. So I would write reviews or like profiles or stuff of. of it's okay. There's nothing back there. Okay, I thought there was a rat. I, I would write profiles or I'd write things about food for the AOL patch because I knew. Were you ever unkind? Probably not. Did you have like a fake name? No. Oh, one, one, time, one time I wrote a review about a new restaurant and they responded. Whoa. Which, yeah. What restaurant? I think it was called Seersucker. They was, didn't survive? No, but they, they opened other places. that Like, they've had many iterations oh. of places, but it was, like, a good, I think, like, Southern comfort-inspired. I see. Food. Do you have a favorite, like, hometown restaurant where you are? In, I mean, in Philadelphia-ish? Nothing. Oh, well, my family loves going to this bar, like, bar and grill called McMinimins that we used to go to once a week. I feel like McMinimins is everywhere. No? No, like, this every, is, like, every a one. No, there a is a McMinimin who runs this one. Oh, I, I mean, maybe there is, maybe McMinniman is a common name. Okay. It's like an Irish, Irish. Like, like, you know, I'd always get mozzarella sticks and like wings. At the Irish pub. Yeah. A mozzarella sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to get mozzarella sticks at this little Italian restaurant called Napoli that was on the corner of Sullivan and Spring Street. And they had just like sloppy Italian food, like yeah. baked ziti in a metal tin. Yep. Or spaghetti and marinara sauce, and garlic the, bread. the stale bread with the cold Abs. butter packets. But it wasn't stale. It was right. warm. Right. It was warm, cheap bread with the cold butter in the tin foil, in the, in the, what do you call it? Foil, foil wrapping. Yeah. And then mozzarella sticks and zucchini sticks. Oh. Delicious. Oh, at the Queen, they used to have, they'd have like a, they had like a fried things plate. Or like it was bread and fried things that you just like get for the table. Uh-huh. And they had, I just, I haven't thought about this in so long. They had like, like, remember when I had that zoodle party? Oh my God. <laughs> they had like zoodles of zucchini beer, like battered Ooh, and fried. And they were so, like zucchini straw. Yes. Shoelace. Oh, it was so good. I, and they had great focaccia with like melty onions on top. I, um, I'll just tell that story quickly. <laughs> <laughs> this is a famous story. So <laughs> Between us two. Yeah, no, no one else probably even remembers it happened, quite My, frankly. Well, Miles does. Really? Yeah, because you talked to Miles for a while. They thought I was nuts. Well, because you were on drugs. I was. So I was literally, I think I got out of the hospital that day. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. I I, no, actually, <laughs> twice I, like, got out of the hospital and went to an event for you. Like, one time I got out of the hospital and went straight to your birthday party at a, at a, at a, in a back patio of a oh, bar. Wow. Where you were wearing a cute shirt with I don't people. think I knew that you were sick then. Or I just found out. Yeah, I don't think you knew. You didn't because, yeah. like, you were so happy. <laughs> and you were so happy to see me. Yeah. <laughs> you would have... I would have been You would have given me a you. knowing smile, right. had you known. <laughs> and then another time I'd been out of the hospital for not very long. I must have been a couple of days. And this was after, like, a much more major procedure surgery. And I was on Percocet, obviously. <laughs> and I show up to Russell's Zoodle Party. It's my first outing. Right? I'm sure I took a car over. Well, what, to be fair, it wasn't a zoodle party. I made soup that had zoodles no, 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 in it. No, no, no. Yes, I'm so sorry. It was a soup party. I'm so sorry. I Let also don't think it was called a soup party. I think yeah, you I called believe, it a soup party. I don't party. think so. What did? What were you calling it? A dinner party. I think you were calling it a soup party. I... Let's agree to disagree. <laughs> I 
can't remember my life, but I, for some reason, can remember that night. I don't know why. Show up to, to Kristen and Ellie's house where Russell was living at the time. And, um, I'm super high, <laughs> but I had a, the best time talking to people. There were several people I didn't know very well. And then Russell served this crazy soup. Was it a chicken soup? Probably. And it had, he was like, I got a, I got a zoodler. It was full of carrot and zucchini zoodles. And it was impossible to eat. Although I think the thing, was it really? Well, Probably. I mean, <laughs> like how I'm it upset was, now, like no, eight years later. Yeah. You couldn't eat my soup? Well, I ate it, but it was very awkward. It was weird, yeah. I think actually the thing that I had was not called a zoodler. It was called a vegetti. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it made vegetable spaghetti. Beautiful. I remember sitting next to Craig Hall that night and then telling him I, uh, that I had cancer. And he wasn't um, sorrowful, but he was so curious in, like, the most delightful way. And we had the best talk. Craig's great. I love Craig. Um, okay. Where are oh, we oh right. I, so I was telling you about writing for the patch. Sure. And then I just remembered that I the ideas that I used to pitch. Well, I can only think of two, but I pitched ideas based on who I thought was cute, who worked in the food, food industry. Oh, <laughs> I, I would like pitch ideas based on who I thought was cute, who worked in the food industry in my neighborhood. So like I interviewed like the bartender that I like, oh. really thought was so handsome. How did it all go? That was fine. No dates. No, no, no dates. I interviewed like the cheesemonger who I thought was super cute. Oh, there's a really handsome cheesemonger at Essex Market. I believe it. Yeah, I'll bring you by one day. <laughs> my my sister calls them cheese hotties. Cheese hotties. Because there's a cheese. I think at the Italian market in Philadelphia, the cheese, the guys who serve the cheese were super hot. And she there, them there's something hotties. about it, right? I don't even know if their hands that handsome. It's just like caring about cheese is elevating. Yeah. Um, okay. Restaurants, restaurants, restaurants. Now, in uh, in more r- recent times, do you have favorite... Well, that rat climbed the garbage can. I know. Do you have a couple favorite New York places? Um, I recently had a dinner with Gretchen Smith. Oh, at... God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this rat is very interested in us. Um, I'm I... sure he's harmless. Just imagine it's a squirrel. Oh, a squirrel? Um, I'm going to put my feet on your feet. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Um, I had dinner with Gretchen Smith at a restaurant called Servos. Where's that? Lower East Side. I ran into Gretchen. Oh. On my walk home from a very hysterical outing where I went to go see Annis Berber's show in Brooklyn, and I got kind of three stops on the subway, realized I probably wasn't going to make it on time, didn't want to be running through Guanas, so I just got on the train and went back oh. <laughs> home. Anyways, I ran into Gretchen on my walk home. It was nice. We had a really nice meal at Servos. I had a really good lamb burger. Ooh. And, like, Is it green? Something Is that what you said? I get, it sounds Greek, doesn't it? Yeah. It's C-E-R-V-O apostrophe S. Yeah. And lamb. Yeah. That's a, and a lot of seafood. Very seafood. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. What was that nice place that we went for your 30th birthday before we went over to Andrew Wallace's house? Fat Radish. Oh, that was good. That was good. That also was with good. Gretchen. Also with Gretchen. And then I feel I've been... Well, one of my first dining out memories with you was actually what you described as like feeling adult was like a bar dining experience because we sat at like a high top right near a bar and had like burgers somewhere after a show and I remember I was like oh he eats fast oh yeah probably (laughs) oh near my apartment yeah yeah probably Flatbush Farm oh it's not there anymore maybe maybe I mean I remember that place yeah um we've since had many dining experiences it's true I do eat really fast one of my favorite dining experiences well after we saw well when I told you all (laughs) the flesh and bone 
Oh, that was good. That We're, was really that fun. That was at that... Cute Italian place. Yeah, downstairs in Worm Hill. Do we know the name of it? It's not open anymore, but oh. I don't remember. So is that movie theater still open over there? Yeah. Do you remember the movie we'd seen that night? So Something at Cobble Hill Cinemas? Yeah, did we... Okay, this is also, like, maybe a memory that's not real. Did we see a movie about lemurs or just... <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it was about, like, baby animals. So it was, no. like... There was, like, four different sections we about different young We saw animals. this movie. We did. No, we saw a preview for it. I think we actually went and saw some sort of, like, nature movie large. Incredible. Wow. Because I have a weird memory of lemurs with yeah, you. Yeah, I think that's right. And then I remember... Obviously, we saw... It was saw, around the planet Earth time. We saw Frozen together. We saw Frozen, and afterwards, <laughs> I was like, oh, I really love that troll scene. And then... Yeah, and, you were like, there were trolls? Because you'd slept. I didn't see that part. Um, <laughs> Wait, there are trolls, right? I haven't seen it you're since You're correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Frozen 2. I didn't. I think I saw on a plane. Stay awake. Um, at any rate, here's another question. What do you think is the most expensive dining out meal you've ever had? So around, like, around that time of that back injury, mm-hmm. I... Um, Emily Smith and I, mm-hmm. Gyro Emily, we would go out to, we'd try new restaurants all the time. Like we'd read about whatever was like the night, you know, the cool mm-hmm. new thing. New Yorker. New, yeah. Maybe in the New Yorker, New York magazine, we'd try all sorts of different things like regularly, like, you know, every week or three or something Distracting like that. Distracting yourself from, yeah, from the misery. Yeah, from the misery of my back. And we had so much fun going to all these different meals. And I, like, I would go, like, people knew that I liked eating out. So that's, like, I would go eat out all the time at right. nice places. I don't, I did not do a good job of, like, keeping track of money. I'm sure I, my parents, like, had to repeatedly help me out. Because I don't know right. how I could possibly, I can't even, I can't afford to go out to eat all the time now. I, I have an update, okay? <laughs> the hologram is gone. That's not I repeat, the hologram is gone. It's right there. No. Where? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking too far to the right. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I was convinced it was to the right of the Chrysler building. And I really was like, this is absolutely incredible. (laughs) What's occurred? (laughs) 40 stories of a building have evaporated. So Emily and I, we like, we had been going out to eat together a lot and we were like, let's, I maybe like a see something happened. Oh, I think Emily became a master trainer, a gyrotonic master okay, trainer. Great. And to celebrate, we went out to Danielle. Boulou. Danielle. Danielle. Boulet. No, I don't think he, I don't Oh, think, he's like French. I don't think it is the Boulou. Dan, I think Danielle. I don't. Danielle. I, clearly, Look, I still I care a lot about nothing. food. I know nothing. Anyway, we went to Danielle, and it was... So, we we got, like, this, you know, eight-course with wine okay, pairing or whatever, prefix. and it was... I $500. Oh, easily. Stop! Just for you. Yeah. $500. It was crazy. Wow. But we were celebrating something big for her. But, and, but then afterwards, we were like, that was too much money. That is insane. <laughs> wow. Have well, you been to Noma in Copenhagen? No, I was going to say I just read Gina's book and she talked about going to Noma how and much how much. Noma? I think it's over $1,000. No. For person. Per person. To yeah. eat like snail slime. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't do it. Everyone, you know, 
people have gone and every single person in the restaurant has got food poisoning and they're they're offered either the, their money back or a repeat dining experience and everyone cho- chose to go back and eat again that's interesting so basically you're not getting a thousand dollars back you're getting incredibly sick and then you go back and eat again because it was so good that's crazy yeah but everyone opted into the having another meal rather than getting the money I don't, back. You would, I, don't, I feel you wouldn't. I feel your anxiety of sickness would prevent you. Yeah, and you'd probably. say, please give me my have, money back. Because then you would have gotten the meal and your money back. I know. That's amazing. And also, like, probably I wouldn't have been able to eat most of what's on the menu anyway. So I would have had, like, a subpar menu yeah, compared to everyone at the table. Can with you imagine me. everyone else is eating, like, some chemistry experiment, and they're like... Here's PB and J for you. <laughs> well, PB and J was, but the but the yeah PB the peanut butter's like you know right. uh, space dust. Right. <laughs> um. So, anyways, I'm trying to think if I've ever had a, a wildly expensive meal. Uh, I mean, not that I paid for. Yeah. Not that I can recall. One time, Gretchen and I, we we used to do Tom Gold gigs, and we would go to Bill Bow because the Guggenheim is yes. there, and we'd dance on this teeny tiny stage, and Gretchen and I stayed after to travel around once and we were like we're gonna treat ourselves with our money from doing this gig to go to the fancy the hugely fancy restaurant the Guggenheim and we went to we got lunch there and then someone treated like someone the the people who had like brought Tom Gold there also happened to be they stayed they They also stayed and no 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 they also stayed and they also happened to be having lunch that day and then they paid for our meal it was really from afar yeah from afar they didn't sit with you no when did you realize that this was going to happen? No. So the bill arrived. They said it's been taken care of. Yeah, it that's was amazing. You did you get to thank them? Yeah, yeah, they were right there. I oh, think we wrote okay. them a card too. Oh wow, that's really. I think nice. it was Carolyn Cronson. Oh, yeah. hey Carolyn. And and I, all I remember from that meal though is that they had this amazing bread, mm-hmm. which I th- now that I'm thinking back on it, I think is like this bread that I had in Portugal when I was there recently. That's like a corn. You were in Portugal recently. Like four years ago, three years ago. That's recently. Why do I have no memory of this? I went with my friend Sophie. Really? And then I. Yeah. Lisbon. No, Porto. Porto. We. I was in. I was in Porto. Daniel Ulbricht took a group of us to Porto. And it's coming back. It's okay. coming back. No, not the hologram. Just my memory of you going to Portugal. Oh, oh I thought I thought the rat was coming. Back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no. yeah. So we, Daniel took us to to Porto and Portugal and then my friend Sophie came and met me and then we stayed and went to like a small beach town for a couple couple nights oh nice yeah it was beautiful it was lovely and they oh and anyway they had this amazing like you know round a bowl but it had corn meal in it so it was like it was it wasn't a a corn meal but yeah yeah it was so good yeah um if you okay let's just say nothing extravagant but you wake up you, you want to have a nice lunch or a nice dinner you want to feel comforted you want it to be pleasant where do you go um you make eggs at home <laughs> no i where would i go i would either well i haven't been there in a while so i can't say that i would probably go to there's a restaurant across the street from where Josh lives, like around the corner. Uh-huh. It's called the, well, it has a sign that says drugstore on top, but it's called oh, yes. Locanda Vinioli. Never been in, but I know the sign. It's really, they have really good drinks and they have nice pasta. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty, that's a good comfort. I feel for me, like if I want, just have like a lovely dining experience, I want to go to Russ and Daughter's Cafe. 
Because never it's, eaten there. It's too That's ex- not true. It's too expensive, but the dishware is lovely. The experience is lovely. It's not loud. The decor is beautiful. I just want to like have the most comfortable experience. Right. You know, I don't mind if the bagel is sixteen dollars. It's okay. I'm not going to eat there every day. Right. But it's going to be a great bagel. Yeah. And also, like, I'm going to have the best time. That's that's what I need it to be quiet. It's imperative that it be quiet at this point. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll walk I know, right I know. out. I, know. I went this weekend. I went to. Um, so I saw Dylan and L. I told you from PMB. Yes. We had a lovely time, and they told me that they went to this Georgian restaurant. Balanchine Georgian. Yeah, right? yeah, I got it. Yeah. And it's called Chana Mama on 14th Street. So Zach and I had planned to have lunch that uh, like a few days later, and I was like, I want Chana, I want to see this Chana Mama. I want to know about this. So we planned to meet there for lunch. I walked in there like we can seat you inside. I was like, okay. I walk in loud. I said, thank you so much. Left. I'll. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I'll just walk right out. I yeah. refuse. That's fair. The dining outside is great because it's almost never loud, unless yeah. you're like in the bus. Right. Stop. Right. You know, then it's loud. You ready to go home? No. <laughs> ready to go home. Um, we don't have to say... Any, any other thoughts on restaurants? Uh, or dining out is the topic. Have you ever sent food back? Oh, well, I think sometimes I've got like nuts, nuts on the food, so then I send yeah, it back. But That's, that's okay. Yeah. Have but you, I ever, have you so. ever been with someone who sent the food back and you were humiliated? Not that I can think of. I think maybe I've been with people who ask for their food to be reheated. Oh, I see. But I don't think I I've ever... I wonder what that procedure in the kitchen's like. You know what I mean? Are they, like, putting the plate in the spider? You know what I mean? Probably. Interesting. Um, have you ever gotten anything gross in your dish? Like a fingernail? Beetles wing. I feel like sometimes I've maybe like had a hair or something, but that's sure. like I'm yeah. not grossed out by that. No, I kind of I just like pull it out and keep eating. I once I'm not gonna say who. Okay, look at that dog, <laughs> horny so dog. Um, I once went into a deli with someone that I was working with. Like we were at rehearsal at Mark Morris, uh-huh. right? I'm not gonna say who again. I'm not gonna say it. We went into a deli near Mark Morris. I think you know the one. It's now become, like, quite a well-appointed grocery store, actually. On the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, he asked for a salad. They asked for a salad. Excuse me. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to tell you, give you clues, but now you know the gender. And the person who was making the salad shook up the salad dressing, right? You know how they do? They put their finger over the, like, squirt hole, and they go like this. Well, he wasn't wearing a glove. Now, obviously, I would think nothing of it. Nothing. I wouldn't have even seen it. The person I was with lost their mind. I am trying to figure out who it was. They said, uh, excuse me, uh... Can you mouth it to me? You won't even know who it is, oh, actually. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that's my story of being humiliated and horrified by someone overreacting. Um... I feel I, like most of the things that happen dining out is, like, people asking for like when your i autograph. when i get kind no your autograph oh russell when i get kind of embarrassed is like when <laughs> someone that i'm with like asks for something to be changed that to me is just like something that you allow 
to be out of your control when you go out to eat. Oh, I see. Like where they're doing substitutions. Or no, or more like, you know, like, do you think we can ask or I'm, you know, asking for, I don't know, to be moved because <gasps> like, oh. of some, like, I feel like when you go out to eat, you, I, I always kind of feel like I'm just going to like, you're at the whim of the management. Yeah, you're just going to give yourself over to the experience, and maybe it's bad, yeah. and then you have something to complain about for a couple hours. But as I, I mean, that's the thing. You can either do that, or you can leave. Right. As I, or you can complain oh. and try and sorry and try and get things changed, complain. which is I, which I is not my not go-to. Your, yeah, I don't like complaining at restaurants. I like to be effusively thankful to right. people who are serving at restaurants. Right. It's a hard job. It's super hard. Oh, did you read it, Fawn? In um. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. That's nice. Didn't you sit next to Alana and Abby? I did once sit next to Alana and Abby there. That was a thrill. I bet. I didn't acknowledge that I knew who they were, but we did have a chat. I feel like... Oh, yeah, you did. That's right. About cute lasagna plates or something. Wow, Ram they're so thing. wonderful. Yeah. I didn't watch that pregnant horror movie. I don't even know what you're talking about. Alana was in a pregnant horror movie. D- d- was it a spoof? No. It's an actual horror movie. Yeah, I think it's, like, something about, like, being, like, thinking. I can't remember the premise. Something like a possessed baby or being possessed by the thing that you're... Wow. But everyone just calls it mommy brain. Mommy brain. Oh, and so then she's like, this is not mommy brain. I I'm, am. I'm actually... I'm actually possessed. I've been, like, you know, There's impregnated by devil spawn. Oh, wow. Like cool. Yeah. Is, did it... Do people like it? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Not a recommendation of this podcast. Well, I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched it. Maybe it's great. Um, I do want to watch that new... Weirdly, I want to watch that new horror show called Midnight Mass. I did. Was it good? It wasn't bad. I'll say I really that. like Hamish Linklater. I think he's a great He's actor. the guy from the new Adventures of Old Christine. Yeah. yeah, he was good. Yeah. Is he a big guy? Is he a famous actor? Well, I know him because Joy and I go to Shakespeare in the Park most summers uh-huh. and he, he had like a whole run very Shakespeare in the Park <laughs> <laughs> he's great I mean he's really he and Lily Lily Rabe who's, Lily Rob is that Meryl Streep's daughter who's no. Lily Rabe she was in, she's been in um, Ryan Murphy things oh she's I remember seeing her in that asylum one older or younger younger interesting she's like a voice like this a little bit Oh, what's she look like? Long, straight hair. Long, straight hair. I don't know. Okay. White. She's white. So everyone, everyone in Ryan Murphy shows. <laughs> um, I so oh I will tell you. Um, very watchable, mysterious. You'll want to get to the end, but at a certain point, I started fast forwarding. Okay. I, so I might try it. I ended up watching the whole series in about two hours. Oh. I'm talking a lot of fast-forwarding. Okay. There's incredibly long monologues. All right, I'll think about it. Exposition. Is that what they call it in writing? Sure. I don't know. You do know. I'm a master's degree. What do you have? Definitely <laughs> not a master's degree. I have, like an, I have like an afterthought of a creative writing major. No, you have a bachelor's degree. Yeah. From the new school. Fancy yeah. school. Yeah. Wow, congrats. Thank you. Um, if you're a dancer... You know, and you don't have a secondary education. That's fine. Is it? I don't know. It's not for everyone. What are your options without it? 
plenty there's plenty of things to teach do. ballet master teach ballet master there's also like you don't i'm you not diminishing do, like, those things because like i i love dance and i too don't really have a bachelor's degree but there's also oh. a lot of jobs that you can do with like certificate programs it's not like you need to have your bachelor's degree to be qualified you're to absolutely do jobs. right i'm sorry that it felt as if i was about to shame people without a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. that was not my intention was that my intention? Jack has two million followers on TikTok. He doesn't have a bachelor's degree. He teaches at a fancy college. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's plenty of plenty of things to do. Um, okay. Anything? Anything else? You? Uh, any shows you want people to come see you in? He's in Chacon. Oh. Chacon on Saturday. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Lauren Lovitz. Ah. Ooh, this fountain came on. Oh my god, I was really scared. <laughs> that someone was like peeing. No, I or someone was like jumping buckets from their balcony. Oh. Um, um, I'm in Lauren Lovett's retirement in the matinee. What are you performing? So we're, I'm doing Serenade. Waltz, Waltz Boy. Play. And then in the evening, Chacon. In the evening, I have Chacon. What a day. What I a know, nice really. day. I'm doing Glass Pieces on Sunday with Maria. Beautiful. And then I do Chacon again on Wednesday. What's on the Glass Pieces show? Serenade and Polchinella. Maybe I'll try to sneak into that. or have. Is Claire 30 years old yet? No. Oh, okay, maybe I'll have Claire get me a ticket. I'm running out of people. I know. I'm really sad. Because I, like, don't know any people in New York City Ballet anymore. Just Every single person in glass pieces. I was like, what? <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'll, I'll tr- maybe I'll try to get in on Sunday as well. That would be fun. Polchinella. But you'll leave after glass pieces. It's last. Oh, perfection. <laughs> <laughs> will um, your family be there? No. Peter and Oliver will be there. Oh, cool. And, um, so, yeah. But your family will be there Saturday night, right? Yeah. What are you talking about family? We're talking Isabel as well? No. It'll be my mom, my dad. Oh, maybe that's it. My mom and my dad. Well, Shador, Sarah, and Scott. Happy to see him. Yeah. I love your dad and I disagreed on a ballet once at intermission. Luckily, there's no intermissions. That's true. <laughs> it's a long program on Saturday night because it's Ask's retirement. So oh, they've like tacked some, they've yeah. tacked after the rain onto the end. So it, and it's almost two hours without an intermission. To end a show with After the Rain. Well, it's like a retirement. It's retirement. You know. Then they, you know, throw a balloon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's laughing because it's not how they do it at New York City Ballet. They drop all kinds of things. Yeah. And then everyone has to give roses. Do they give roses to the male identifying principal dancers? Yes, because isn't there that picture of Albert like lying on the bed of all the flowers that people gave him? I don't recall. I think they do. I think, well, I think, you know, ballet and it's super Who was the last male to retire? It's been a while, I guess. Years because of COVID. Who is the last? John? That can't be right. That can't be right. I, can't, I mean, it might be right, but it feels crazy. Oh, Joaquin. Oh, yeah, Joaquin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, like, you know, all the all the ballerinas came out to give Joaquin bouquets. Like, on, on Saturday, what will a, happen... A French kiss. <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday, what will happen is, like, all the... Like, all the the male-identifying principals will bring out bouquets for Lauren, and then all the female-identifying principals will bring out bouquets for Ask. Oh, and there are two new ones, oh. Indiana and Unity. Oh, Indiana's a principal. Yeah, they just promoted her today. Oh, so one day one, one day another. I guess so. That's, and Roman's a soloist. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I bet Indiana was bummed out for a day. <laughs> Even though she, she, she and Unity, Unity are so, so close. I mean, I'm, I imagine, I remember, like, there were times when people got promoted, and it's like... Oh, that's so nice. 
one day one, one day another. I wonder what the psychology behind that decision was. Yeah, curious, right? Right. Be like, let's do like kind of a batch promotion and then just leave one person waiting. Well, also there... Maybe someone's getting... Now like, feels like who's getting promoted tomorrow. I don't know. Well, I think there's there's an announcement in the Times which makes me think it's wrapped up. Oh, it already had... The announcement happened. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I, I see. Feel, I feel like there are people that they left out, but... You mean who should have been promoted? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there, I mean, there's going to be a bunch of promotions at some point. I but also, so. like, they can't really afford to be paying principal contracts right now. Well, there, there are six principals that are leaving this year. Gorgeous. And also, they're just forking over billions of dollars for costumes at the fashion gala. Anyways. <laughs> well, they raise money in particular they for that. They do. They raised a lot of money for that night. They made an announcement. I heard it. Yeah. You didn't... Oh, you weren't there. I nope. was. <laughs> Thank you for your tickets, Russell. Yeah. Russell gave Harry and I's tickets to the gala. Um, and saw so many people. Um, it's hard to see that many people you haven't seen in so long. But I saw Linda Murray. Yeah, you said this. And nice. she was wearing... Um, did, I, did I describe her mask? No. She was wearing, like, this nude cotton, almost like... Um, like, S&M-ish, fetish wear kind of mask. Oh. And it's a bit crazy way to describe it because it was more austere than what you're imagining but it's like a very fitted face covering that extended down and came down and then and then met with a choker wow that rat that tie that like clipped in the back or something is that incredible that's fun i think actually the face mask tied over the head as well so it's kind of very a strappy contraption let me see excuse me what's that what'd you say right before sneeze i'm gonna i'm gonna sneeze oh (laughs) that that it stands to reason. Have <laughs> you ever seen that episode of Broad City where she 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 has to present in class and she didn't realize it? Yes. And then she gets down to the I actually teacher. like your your retelling of retelling it. Of it better no, than, she's so good. It is good, Because when she gets to the bottom and then and she goes ah, Today is Thursday the teacher's like it's Friday. She's like it's two o'clock. She's like, it's four p.m. She's like, I stand to reason. <laughs> I stand corrected. Oh, I stand corrected. <laughs> See, thank God you're here. <laughs> I stand corrected. St- I stand to reason. Can you imagine? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. It might. Maybe it like goes back to when people debated in person. Where I stand. It stands to reason. It, no, no. It stands to reason. Oh, that would have been the line. Yeah, it stands to reason, but what it does wasn't. That mean, though? It means make that makes sense. Yeah, no, I know, but like, why? Old times was crazy, Russell. It stands. They said so many crazy. It holds up to reason. So you really are a writer. You really are a writer for for a new time. Okay, (laughs) thanks for being with us today on the pier. Um, We love you. Who knows what'll happen next week? But thank you for being with Russell. What a so generous! Thank you. I really. It would have been just another me trying to fill half an hour. And now it's over an hour. And it's of over just an rambling. hour. No, it's wonderful. I oh, I feel time. like I always want to remember the people who like I meet who love your podcast, so that they, they can like say, so I can say something on the next time. Who on earth, Russell? Remember, I told you I went to. I picked up pizza from Emily. Love I like Emily loves pizza in Fort Greene, okay. and the person who was, you know, the, the host um, was talking to me and asked if I was Russell Jansen, the dancer. Okay. And I said yes, and, and they were like, oh, I love what's going on with dance and stuff. 
That's insane. That's the craziest way to figure out who you are of all time. I wonder who it was. I, I, I did ask their name, but I forgot. I'm sorry if you're listening. When I went to that, but it was nice. You were so kind. Thank you. Emily loves pizza. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. God, when you said that sentence, I. First of all, I didn't know what that restaurant was. Second of all, it took me a really long time to understand Fort Greene, right? I was like, Fort Greene, Fort Greene, Fort Greene, Fort Greene. It's also not Fort Greene. I remember. Clinton Hill? Maybe it's Fort Greene. Is it kind of like that place that has square pizza in my it neighborhood? It is that place. It's just a different... Like, it's like at different locations. Oh, and they you know what's shapes. hard? They don't write it out. It's like... They have E, Yes, it's slice. emoji. Yeah. God, as if anyone could possibly know the name of that. Anyways, Google it and um, please write in other um, ideas for secret topics. I believe Bobby has. Bobby, I'm sorry I neglect you sometimes. Um, I am, but Bobby overwhelms me sometimes with with, um, face. He writes on Facebook Messenger. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. (laughs) He writes me on Facebook and he leaves minute long voice memos, which is gorgeous. But also like, you know, it takes me, I have to sit down and like, you know, think about it. I feel like Bobby. Oh yeah, you're you're a friend of Bobby. Yeah, Russell Bobby grew up was with Bobby. like a formative, like older dancer for me. Can you believe? Uh, idol Bobby yeah. Briscoe, Russell's idol. Yeah. Bobby, I hope things are okay in Sacramento. I don't know if you're there yet. I hope your premiere goes well. Is that this week? <laughs> now, this has just turned into a voice message for Bobby. <laughs> voice, voice messages for Bobby. All right, we love you all. Thanks for continuing to listen. Bye bye.